you are holding up in this unprecedented time. Uh, I know these have been crazy days. I know for many of you, uh, there has been, uh, some of you have felt bored, some of you have felt anxious, some of you have felt fearful, most of us have felt a little of all of those things. And that is why we need to continue to be a people that press in to Jesus, to press into his word, uh, and to press into one another in whatever means we can. I'm so grateful that I can uh, record this message today with the help of my friend Braden because last Sunday, if you're wondering why the message came to you from a, from a very weird camera angle, it's because I didn't know what I was doing and recorded it myself because I was sick. I'm feeling great now, so praise God for that. Well, uh, today I want to talk with you about the divine-like qualities of childlikeness. I think that this is something that we need to grab a hold of in these uncertain times. And so I want to just share with you a passage from Matthew chapter 18, verse 3. And Jesus said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of of heaven. Again, in Luke chapter 18, verse 17, he says, Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. So why does Jesus make this demand upon us? This is the question that we have to ask. And what I would argue is that the pervading spirit of the kingdom of heaven is the spirit of a little child. Consider the innocence of children, even though it may be a very small window. I mean, when we look down at the world around our feet to a place where we've all been but no longer remember, that place where faith is active, where humility is common, where wonder is everywhere, vitality explosive, and time always now, a place of simplicity that many of us have forgotten. Because you see, small children contain within them certain qualities that I will again and again refer to as the divine characteristics of childlikeness. Traits that not only give us insights into the very nature of God, but truth that can bring encouragement to us in these difficult days. A revelation of the nature of Jesus and the heart of the Father is what we find in childlikeness. Now I want to qualify really quickly the very words of Paul when he says in 1 Corinthians 13 verse 11, when I was a child I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man I put away childish things. There is a big difference between childlikeness and childishness. Childlikeness is perpetual growth. Childishness is stunted growth. So when we talk about the divine-like qualities of childlikeness, keep this in mind. The child lives with an unconscious faith. A child lives with humility. A child lives with wonder. A child lives with vitality. And our little children have an unparalleled ability to live in the moment. Well, let's begin with an unconscious faith. When I think back to Henry and Hattie as little children, they both 
exuded what I call an unconscious faith. They were never doubting. It, this isn't gullibility. This was just this calm confidence. Uh, they believed, and, and belief came easily. I think about Hattie when she was a little girl. I could tell her to jump off the top of a play structure, and she would, without hesitation, jump into my arms because her faith had no fear of failure. I mean, think about that. Never doubting, no fear of failure. I mean, you put your child on their feet before they can walk, and they will face plant every time, but be willing to do it again and again if you ask them to. There's this belief that they can do things that they can't do. It is an unconscious faith. I sometimes wonder if that's why God gave children large heads to keep their momentum moving forward. But children are never skeptical. They're always questioning. Kids again and again will say, but why, Daddy? But why, Daddy? Why do they ask that? It's because they are filled with a, with a desire to understand. It's a faith that is consistently seeking truth from its world. There is an, ex, an exertion of faith in small children that is not even aware of itself. They're not thinking about I'm believing in my mom and dad right now. Uh, faith comes in an unconscious way to little kids. And I believe that Jesus is calling us to live with that same kind of unconscious faith where as we grow in our relationship with Jesus, I always say that faith is a disposition toward an object that allows the object to do something for you. It's never what you can do for the object. When we put faith in a plane, we allow the plane to take us from point A to point B. But there, is, there was a time when I first started flying that I was very aware of the faith that I was exercising in the plane because I wasn't totally confident it was able to get me from point A to point B. An unconscious faith is a faith that is increased uh, to the point where there is an enjoyment in the trip. There is the ability to fully experience that which one is believing in. Uh, and I think that Jesus calling us to be like little children is calling us to live with that kind of unconscious faith. Think about Hebrews 11 verse 6. But without faith it's impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. Maybe this is why the most honest prayer in Scripture is, I believe, help my unbelief. Because the natural default setting as we get older is to lose that faith-seeking truth and to become more skeptical. To not look for the truth in a thing, but to constantly question the validity of everything around us. It's one of the sad aspects of losing our child-likeness. What we need is a faith that works. Galatians 5, 6 is, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. This is something that we can see in our kids, and we can learn from the little children what an unconscious faith looks like. I think Jesus lived with an unconscious faith a complete and total dependence upon the absolute 
presence of his father throughout his entire earthly ministry. And that is the thing that I think drew people to Jesus as they saw his intimacy with his father. He exercised for us what childlike faith actually looks like. Secondly, children live with humility. Children may be curious, but they're never critical. Uh, I think that this is important for us in this time. It's so easy when we're in a time of great anxiety, great uncertainty, that we can lose humility very quickly. We can become overly confident in our own ability to assess a situation. We can become critical of the people around us, critical of leadership in a time in which everything seems upside down on its head. But this is not how little kids live. They're not sitting around judging people. Children live with a, with a humility. That is it, that they're not analyzing themselves. They're not analyzing others. There may be self-concern, but not self-analysis. Uh, they may be curious, but they are not critical. They are never proud. I think that this is something beautiful. I've shared the story before of the way that my daughter, when she first met my father, the way that she saw my dad um, and, and loved on him without any expectation from him, just a total humility, no judgment, just a, a desire to truly love a grandpa who was never there for her is such a powerful illustration of that childlike quality of humility. This is why Jesus himself said, therefore whoever humbles himself as, this, as a little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Third, little children live with wonder. This is something that is so evident in kids. They're never bored. Uh, I think about Henry. When he was a little boy, his bedroom was a foreign land and his backyard was a universe. He had, he had an imaginary friend named Big Bear. He was constantly in conversations, creating worlds. He loved to pretend that he had a zoo. And I just loved the way that he uh, could live in which the smallest space could be a whole universe for him. And the reason this is, uh, is because for kids, they are small in a world that they allow to be big. And I think that what happens for us is that we, the bigger we get in our own worlds, the smaller the world becomes. This is why Chesterton said how much larger the world would be if we were smaller in it. The importance of a sanctified imagination, an imagination uh, that has been sanctified by the Holy Spirit, giving us what I like uh, to refer to as a sacramental cast, the ability uh, to see the world the way that God sees it, to see things through the eyes of Jesus, to learn to see things from God's viewpoint, in a time in which we are frozen uh, with fear and anxiety and uncertainty, uh, this is a time in which we need to be reminded again that sanctified imagination is an imagination that is illuminated by the Holy Spirit that reminds us that in spite of the difficulties that we are experiencing in this current environment uh, and climate in our world, that God is on the throne, that we would be able to see the beauty of God's presence in our daily lives, those little moments of grace uh, that, that are all around us, what I call intersections of grace, 
We need to be able to live with a wonder that isn't robbed because things are difficult. Uh, we need childlike wonder. I, I think of Joshua Abraham Heschel's beautiful words, Dear Lord, grant me the grace of wonder. Surprise me, amaze me, awe me in every crevice of your universe. Each day enrapture me with your marvelous things without number. I do not ask to see the reason for it all. I ask only to share the wonder of it all. I think that one of the, the most powerful qualities of childlikeness is that, that sense of mystery for children. They don't need everything explained. They accept a thing for what it is. And because of that, they see the world is full of magic. And as Chesterton once said, and it would be good for us to be reminded, if the world is full of magic, then there must be a magician. Children, fourth, live with vitality. They never weary. I, this is something that many of you parents who are spending a lot of time at home in your house right now, uh, you wish that your kids could take a chill pill, as my mom used to say to me when I was little. But think about that vitality in kids and how it diminish such diminishing returns as we get older, uh, as I hit my hit my mid-40s, man, I just, you, you sense that reality that how I would not, uh, what I wouldn't give for the vitality of a small child. But I love the vitality that you see in children. They, their, their desire is, is, think about the words of every small kid, do it again, do it again. I, I, I believe that this this desire for repetition for them is actually release. It's not, uh, it's not because they're simplistic in their approach to things. It's because their wonder combined with their energy level allows them to, to experience the same thing again and again in a new way. I, I think of Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Man, do we need a vitality right now to push through this season. Finally, children live in the moment. Uh, they are never rushed. They are never worried. Uh, I think about my kids. They rarely cared about occurrences from yesterday unless it could benefit them now. <laughs> uh, time is elusive to a small child's mind. They never waste time because they are always in the moment. This is the thing that we need more than anything else right now, is the ability to live in the moment. Romans 13, 11 says, and do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of our sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. First Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 8, For now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. Today is the day of salvation. This moment is the moment to know that God is with you. This moment is the moment to know that Jesus loves you and gave his life for you. And so I just ask all of you today, as we have church in our homes, 
Are you living with an unconscious faith? Are you living with humility? What about wonder? Do you have childlike vitality? And are you able to live in the moment? You see, without unconscious faith, we will never truly experience the fullness of Christ's life. Without humility, we will never inherit the earth. Without wonder, we will never see the possibilities around us. Without vitality, we grow weary of doing good. Without living in the moment, we lose every moment. All of these qualities I have witnessed in my kids and have helped me immensely in understanding the demand of Jesus that we must have faith like a little child. We must have faith like little children. Mm -hmm.